What is up everyone? This is Sarah G. It is Gen Z Gab. Let's get into it. But I am so beyond happy to be back. Let's get in and talk a lot about different things. I just saw a beautiful video about a little kid that was signing along to the Barbie ASL person right now. And I think that that is a great moment to watch and see and just connect like it's human interaction that we very rarely get to see and just something really wholesome I know that there's a lot of gossip going around between the NYC and the LA influencers that like you can't miss on TikTok and Instagram and I just wanted to take a step back because I know I talk a lot about this where it's like I'm trying to kind of like create this middle ground, not say too much without saying a lot, and it's just a never-ending cycle of what do I say, how much do I say, you know what I mean? Because, like, here's the thing, you get canceled no matter what, and I know men, this has been a lot of discussion, that men seem to be able to get out of being canceled way easier. I mean, Dave Chappelle is still around no matter what he says. He's still got a number 10 a number 10 in Netflix. So again, it's just very eye-opening because it's like you're trying to do work. You're trying to understand everything. You're trying to make sure that, you know, that everyone feels like they're getting the representation that matters and that you're calling out the people that need to. And I think that, again, like I've said in multiple other discussions, it's very nuanced. We don't know everything. And again, I think a lot of these younger influencers that are in like that 15 to 25 range, maybe even younger to 25, they are very um, at risk for a lot of things happening to them exploitation wise you know you never know what like other parents what other people will have in store for them and that's what I used to think was so good about some of these podcasts that were done by other famous former child stars but a lot of them are still monetizing off of this exploitation and there's so much more that I could talk about and the fact of the matter is that uh, one of them came out and said that like, in a non-joking manner, in my opinion, that they are a problem and they know it, but they're not apologizing for that. And I think that that's very telling and has ruined a icon that I thought I loved from childhood. And there's so many other takes about this. And then don't even get me started with the eating disorders on their eyes. And everyone knows that, you know, I've talked about this on my platform a lot, but it's just so sad to watch that never-ending cycle. And also just with people like me who have autoimmune and other things, it's just so stressful because it's like you're telling yourself that you know what they're doing is unhealthy, but you think that that is a quick... Because so many people want that quick result. And I saw a video and I felt so bad for this woman when she's talking about self-acceptance in a bigger body. And I'm like, yes. Meanwhile, Danae Mercer, oh my god, I could do a whole spiel on her. I used to love a lot of what she was, is a straight size who's used as a poster child for all of these things like on body positivity. And it's still a thin girl 
fixing her body to look in different angles. Not to mention, yes, she talks great about AI, but she still uses her kid for content. Doesn't post much of her husband because she respects his privacy. Okay, cool. Do you not see my point of why this is bad, why we need intersectionality, why we need to hold accountable certain people? And yes, everyone's blaming it on everything that's black and white. And I think that there's multiple layers to this. It's not just patriarchy. It's not just control. It's not just society. Yes, we've got to unlearn a lot of things, but that is where I'm at. And I've seen so many videos this week. And I want to say, especially to young women out there, again, I am not meaning at any way to try to distance my audience or make it smaller. I just want to say with even the new Kozas, like the new, the new, the new filter. I'm sorry, my brain has been shutting on and off today so much. The new Kozas filter is, you know, trying to tell you your undertone. I know I have an olive undertone. I've kind of figured that out and so on and so forth. And it's an identity crisis, whatever. Not to mention the whole thing with the whole, you know, dishwater brown hair to medium golden brown hair, by the way, or mousy brown hair. By the way, if someone who has like light golden brown hair who didn't really know what to call it, you know, the classic whatever, not much maintenance. Between all of my autoimmune stuff, etc., I tried a lot of things that influencers recommended. No, 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 no. If you have a bad scalp, go to the dermatologist, get that fixed, and like wait till your autoimmune sixth, which I know I was telling people, like, this is the device that I could give you. And then go to your hair stylist if you can and get it like a shade or two darker and then don't dye it for like a while. Like right now, I and then I got a hair mask, and all of it is now returning to more its normal, natural color, and I like it. And I, and again, you can dye your hair, you can do whatever, but I'm just saying, if you're someone who's very like in an identity crisis of how your hair is supposed to look or what you want to do to it, if you're under the age of 16, try not to play around with it too much, okay? And then you know, just think about it, but it's kind of like, you don't know what you have till it's gone, and so many people just, um, don't take a time to really see that or notice that, and I just think, though, that with these never-ending cycles of things that go on and trending, I just wanted to take a step back a second, because it's only the second week of the year, and we are going nuts. And I get it that we're trying to chase everything and we're trying to also do self-love and positivity. And I know you can't do everything. Again, I can't boycott everything. I can't do everything. No, we are no superhuman. I get it. I just am saying, though, and self-love is something that you constantly need to work on. I'm just saying it's okay to take a deep breath and go with, do I want this for myself or do I want this for society? Or is this something that society is telling me to do? Because I think that that's a piece. Also, are we doing things like 
eating mindfully and etc. Not doing this ridiculous thing by like Alex Earl with the 30 days hard. Again, I am constantly talking about parasocial relationships on this podcast, but it's true. And then here's the thing. I've had to cancel, like I said in the past, so many people that I used to like, and a lot of them have been men lately, for people who are saying that we don't keep men to the same level, maybe that's true, but the amount of that I feel like, um, I don't know, or trying to hold accountability, you're never going to be popular from that. You're never going to be outspoken. Being an outspoken person is never going to amount to you being the most well-liked, and you kind of have to get used to it. But the problem is, is that, you know, people like CCR takes that and thinks, I'm so well-liked. Oh, I'm so cringy. Oh, I don't apologize. Here's the thing. There's a separate thing between calling out and calling out real problematic things. And then there's a separate thing of inviting a problematic person while being problematic onto your podcast. Like Corey Fieldman. Like, let's start there. And, um, Todrick, you are just like Colleen Bollinger, and it is just so hard to, as well as, I understand NDAs protect a lot of things, but when you get keep adding more and more, pro- you know what you're doing, and that is scary. And I know people are going to be like, why are you starting drama and tea? Or what are the tea on more of this? No, 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 no. This is free all out. Most people have done a deep dive. There is a whole like list of people who are doing the Lord's work on this stuff. Again, I know that it's a lot, but I will give you the receipts of the people calling out these problematic people more so. Because I do believe that sometimes it's better to just leave a link and see what people will do with it. Now, can we get into this other little piece that I've been having a problem with? Barrett Powell has been blocked from TikTok, and TikTok has been suppressing my videos, and before anyone goes, shadow me and shadow... No, I haven't done anything, and Laura High, who I have had on this podcast before, who I really adore who's done nothing problematic, is having the same issue for the most part. And it's just, TikTok, what are you doing? How are you doing this? What, what, what decides you, who makes you in control of this? This is not making the app very friendly and fun. You know, every time you try to make more money off of it, just like, even if it's not to make a lot of living, whatever, But just even when you put in a lot of effort into like a sketch or something that doesn't even have to do with copyright and they're trying to get out of not doing anything. And again, people go, I want TikTok, blah, 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 not going anywhere. But it's like you put your heart and soul into something and it just it doesn't work. And you report it to TikTok. TikTok doesn't see a problem with it and then takes out the person that's not problematic and Again, do we want to talk about Golden Globes and all the problematic versus non-problematic people? Because I could go there. I could go there so quickly. And the problem is, I used to love Selena Gomez as a kid. Love her. Used to look up to her. Used to understand, try to be neutral on a lot of the subjects. But girl is going crazy. And I know I shouldn't use the word crazy. 
But, you know, all that circle and the friendship drama, she's a little bit the problem. And I've never been a huge T. Swift fan, Taylor fan. And it's just so refreshing to see now people are commenting on it. Like, I've felt on and off about this and tried to have a neutral to snarky commentary about certain celebrities. But are we not going to acknowledge that, like, once people come around, then it's like, it's not a trend, okay? It's an actual, like, we have receipts of what is going on with some of these people. Also, Benny Blanco, yeah, girl, you saying you won that? Okay, enjoy that if that's what you want. But no, and... There's just so much, like, Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner, I think, whatever. It's another relationship. That being said, do I think some of the drama surrounding it is kind of interesting? Yes. I am a product of a person that is unfortunately a little more tied to media. Like I said, I used to want to be on E! News. Then over time, I realized how... I would get way more anxiety from a job like that and how I don't really feel comfortable, you know, completely being able to do that, especially after seeing like people like Perez Hilton, Juliana Rancic, etc. It like it makes sense though. Those two should have some hate. Like I got to watch how I say it, some hate, but it's like you should be humbled. Lots of people are being humbled right now and it's a never-ending cycle but I will say I think that you know a lot of people are going on and on and on about how influencers get this and that or why do we care so much about this like validation or why do these influencers care about so much this again again name dropping all this stuff or why we as human beings let me make this clear as human beings, we are insecure people, okay? We are insecure by nature. We just want to feel loved. And a lot of us have still intergenerational trauma that has not been dealt with. And then you get to the third or fourth generation of a kid who suddenly decides to do the work. And like me with OCD and ADHD and the rejection sensitivity, all this stuff, it's suddenly like coming back. Why you want to feel loved and accepted? Because sometimes your family didn't always love and accept you. So then you run and he was, you know, Martin Luther King in the white savior, white, um, white kind of, uh, culture, prop whatever. Martin Luther King was good, but you have to remember that other people, POC, Black, African American, have a different viewpoint of him because maybe, like, I was on Decolonize myself recently and I'll have a bunch of other, you know, places that I've been trying to learn and deconstruct my own brain, my own process of it. And I know brain, what the heck, how do you deconstruct a brain? I know I'm trying to, as usual, find the words chalk clearly all this stuff but again nobody's perfect and I'm an ADHD girl so not gonna really happen you you get that and it's a solo podcast so it's like it's me doing this for 15 to 40 minutes every week and very little response which again people could say there's so much yeah we'll do that a different time and am I reaching my target audience whatever 
But the thing is, I don't have that grind, 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 grind mentality that everyone else. But going back to the Martin Luther King thing, a lot of people have said they feel mixed emotions about it because some people feel like he wasn't radical enough. And other people say that it's like the white people, white savior thing. Again, I don't know 100% and everyone, I guess, in the retrospect, your opinion or feeling is valid which side you lay on. I just uh, want us to be more open to hearing why or being educated why, especially if you're a person of color, like not of color, a person not of color who is wanting to learn and deconstruct more. Also the whole Jonathan Major situation. Ugh, like what the hell is going on here? And before anyone says this, like that, you know, I, I bet I still have unlike realistic viewpoints still at times. I know I'm probably still deconstructing a lot of misogyny, patriarchy, feminism, but it's so funny how a lot of these former actors, etc. say they're giving a voice to the voiceless, meanwhile silencing the voice that they wanted, who might be trying to help them out for, you know, survivors everywhere. Or they get angry when nobody wants to go on, even though, you know, the little people, the regular people here, we get rejected 99% of the time. Like, that's, you're used to having everything on a silver platter and wine. Not to mention that a lot of you guys still hang out with problematic people. And again, you can, you know, compare, contract, dissect, whatever. But I think once it becomes low, like, the more you hear about the problems that some of these people leave, the more people are like, well, you're canceling this person versus, can no, no, no. It's trying to just make sure that you get to the truth. And I get it. You'll never fully hear the truth. I understand that. There's like a difference between three different points. And I've talked about that. I've talked about it this week on the podcast. And again, I understand the redundancy, but it's how my brain goes boop, 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 boop. Like it goes up and down and up and down and up and down without like just so many different things are going on. It's like supersonic speed. And I know I completely do that every time but I think when we talk about like mental health we talk about all these different things I think with keeping up with different you know platforms it, you get burnt out you get talking about the same old things and it's just so easy again I've seen so many people that I probably haven't seen since like the pandemic and you're starting to feel like oh did they change again did they not like everything's like a chameleon in a lot of ways or how do I present myself it's like do you guys even know unfortunately aside from these like Disney kids or Nick kids you guys say that you it took you a while to find your identity I think you still don't know your identity and as sad as that is it would be okay to more own up to the fact that you're not fully healed then pretend you're fully healed and then keep marketing and all this stuff off and profiting off of these other people and or say you're not as much of a problem like everyone's like we need to treat the world of course we do but also when it's the richie rich that are still ruining a lot of things and you know aren't ever really being held accountable by their insane fans like i'm talking t swift like i've said in the past taylor swift selena gomez i mean all of their fans like are going nuts and i used to be a fan and we talk about a lot of this stuff on this podcast and by we i mean we as a society talk a lot about this and you know i'm making long form short form content about different 
shows or being a background in this and that because it's hard to, you know, try to get a job with how the strikes and stuff. And I get that. And you're finding your footing. And I also know I'm a controversial-ish person because I'm trying to bring up topics that are a little uncomfy. And before anyone says, well, a little uncomfy, I mean uncomfy not in the sense of the sex life and all that stuff or just too much information that we don't ask about you. And I know that people are going to know exactly what I'm talking about if they're not. And that's fine if they don't quite get it. But the point is, so many of these celebrities still are on. Yes, I get it. Share your story. But we don't need the behind the scenes of who dated who, or you constantly, all of you bragging about how many people you went through in the cast. Like, really? That was, what, 15 years ago? Move on. Seriously. And it's not even about that. It's just like a, how can you keep thinking that this is cool? And this is not me saying like, this is guys and girls. Like everyone's still, like there are so many people that are trying to date like early 20s that are almost 30 and they're always crying and complaining again about where they are. Maybe don't choose the same type of people over and over again. But will they listen? No, and that's fine. You can't control these other people. Like, I get so mad looking at people in comment sections like, yeah, you're worried about these people, but they're not going to change for someone that A, doesn't have a lot of followers, B, they barely know, or C, just parish social. They pretend that they really care about you 90% of the time. But they, as usual, like in our society, it's wait till someone better comes along. And or, you know, they follow the follower total. Like a lot of people just don't have that kind of, or we're not buying our followers. Again, people are talking about the Timmy T situation, like the Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner. Like all those things. What's going on there? What's the hot take on there? What's going on with Taylor and Selena? Who's going on where? And, you know, who they're trying to save face next. It's like a never-ending circus and I just get stressed by watching or the weird thing going on with Susan Sarandon's daughter, who was kind of cool at one point, but now she's just a scary mommy who's always talking about like wine and all this stuff and like mommy juice, whatever. By the way, I'm not trying to make fun of kids' names. Please don't name your kid after a liquor. Like I know some people might do that and it's a typical name, but like suddenly I see some of these old timey names and I'm like, that is a type of liquor. And that is a type of when your parents are making alcoholic jokes. And oh my God, I am so sorry. And not to mention the whole Bethany Frankel thing. And again, I know I probably will get a cease and assist or whatever from all this. But again, when I watch stuff like BFF podcast, there's so much, and don't even get me started on, like I said again, Jason Nash. Like, seriously, what the heck? Like, people, like, I don't get the appeal there. I just, I do not see anything great. And I can go on about all these opinions, but you guys already know where I stand on a lot of this. And it's like, I'm sitting around listening to all this stuff. And, you know, it was kind of like that was one of the sketches I did recently with a Grey's Anatomy thought process of, oh, 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 yeah. um, You know how all the other interns are sitting around? Yeah. Uh, do you think that's a good idea? Not really. I don't know. So, again, I, I mention this stuff constantly, but it's like, you know, yeah, that stuff, that drama sells, but on what cost? Not to mention that it's just like, 
uh, oh my gosh, I'm really putting myself out. Problem is with Bethany Frankel, she's never any toxic cycle. And I just hope, you know, for a lot of reasons that, you know, the family friends around her, her daughter is doing all right. Because watching her go unhinged on the Kardashians, not to mention, you know, the constant leaky gut going after small, there's again, nothing more that I can really say, except for I'm hoping, even though it's a hope that's probably not going to happen. Also, again, the whole Ozempic craze, 75, hard, 30. There's so much stuff I could talk about that, you know, you're going to either agree or disagree or not think it's that hot of a take. And that's fine. I don't really care. My point is the reason I'm talking about all this is because normal people like me, again, even with the thyroid thing, I can't be on some of those medicines that might help out. In theory, I could be a very good candidate, but in theory, also, I could have the worst side effects and I don't have enough money to pay for stuff. And then it's like, a, oh, try this over the counter. Try that. Every time you try something over the, it, it's worse. And I know people are going to say, why do you keep talking about this? Because it's only the second week, third week, whatever you want to call it of the year, you know, going into the third week of the year. And we're still talking about this. We're still doing this. And it's like, again, the so unattainable things. Like, I try not to wear too much makeup anymore for a variety of reasons and whatever. And you know what? Yeah, I've got some acne and whatever, you know, I've got some wrinkles. And, you know, I've got insomnia and a lot of other things, but that's life. And, you know, I don't care what you do with your body, but just admit it and also know that, you know, aging gracefully can happen too. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's a redundancy at this point of everything. Also, the whole thing, again, about trying to prove yourself, like people are like, so like, this girl's pick me, this guy is so like lame, this guy is so wit. Here's the thing, all of us as humans, again, we thrive off of being loved and understood and want to just be seen. And that's why even some of us still hate follow other people. So just that that's just been another take. It's not a hot take. It's not a this, but I've just been very overwhelmed with a lot of info. I'm trying to make sure that I get my point across as a neurodivergent person, as I do every week where I know not a lot of people are listening. But again, I just wanted to emphasize that a little bit today because of the never-ending cycles of drama and shit that we as human beings face. Not to mention when I went to the acupuncture masseuse this week and before anyone says it, yes, I'm doing it for kind of some of this other ways of trying to kind of heal my other things and before you say cut out this and that. No, 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 no. That's why my autoimmune problems are a thousand times worse because I cut out more and cortisol levels riz and now I'm still trying to recover from all the damage I did during the times of trying to fix it all and dietitians are saints who have been saying that for years and why so many of them have moved away from the typical blueprint also why dietitians I'm gonna just give you a shout out are way more interested in saying they're dietitians and going on platforms is because they're trying to debunk 
all the stuff that young impressionable people can get at. And the problem is, and undoing all this unfortunate diet culture, but doing this after they themselves have maybe struggled through it. But a lot of them, even who aren't, you know, private dietitians who have their own business, they're also, though, being allowed to work at a NICU, a doctor's office, you name it. They are because they're registered dietitians, okay? Not your health coach or your nutritionist. I want to emphasize that because I've seen so many, so many wonderful dietitians. And I know last week I kind of backed, no, I was talking about some dietitians that are, you know, white, straight-sized, able body, all this stuff women, like, who have every privilege, and again, not trying to snark too much, but not that, that don't have, like, the bigger picture about things. So, that was my thing. I've seen so many amazing dietitians, though, speak out who aren't in private practice, who aren't, who are just talking about in general, but also why they get a bad rep because of health coaches, because of people freaking out over the MTHFR gene. And by the way, so many doctors have said it's not as bad as fear mongers make it believe. Now, sometimes it can create problems, but the thing is these health coaches, these, you know, people who aren't in practice anymore prey on people like me so that we can do all this stuff and then we make our mental health even worse throughout the whole thing. So, if I was going to just say after, you know, this 20-minute rant that I just went off of is, like, through the whole rundown of this week of everything that I've seen, just be kinder to yourself. We don't need resolutions. We don't need any crap of, like, how we need to make everything a person. Just little things. And I think my mantra, because we've had so much crap going on in the past few months, years, or whatever, is just to be kinder, just to try to, you know, find yourself more. Look, people kind of suck, and we live in a more selfish world, and I'm not saying just rely on yourself being in a narcissistic way, no, but learn to like yourself, learn to kind of love yourself. I'm still working on it, but Instead of trying to keep up with these crazy other things that everyone else is doing, just focus on you and maybe don't try to keep up with, again, the insanity of resolutions because it makes you look crazy. So yeah, this has been episode 67 of Gen Z Gab. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a lovely week and we will see you soon.